Welcome to the Virtual Chapter Podcast, the show that helps you become a world-class virtual CEO, run a profitable and scalable online business, and build a thriving virtual team. We're talking the systems, strategies, and leadership skills that will help you show up, sell out, and do it all with a mountain of ease. Each week, we'll be breaking down the operation side of online business in a way that feels fun and inspiring. We'll share tech tools and tips, systems to streamline and scale, secrets to hiring and leading your high-performing team, and interviews with leading business experts to show you what it really takes to build your business online. I'm your host, Nivek Harrison, CEO of The Virtual Chapter, an award-winning virtual support agency where we help leading coaches, consultants, and creatives build businesses bigger than themselves, create a global impact with a virtual team, and generate more cash than they ever knew possible. Are you ready to up-level your online business? Let's dive in. It's inevitable that things are going to go wrong in business. I wish I could guarantee you a smooth business ship, but things will go wrong. And it's also pretty much guaranteed that they'll go wrong at the most inopportune times. Your tech will break in the middle of a launch. There will be big team miscommunications at a pivotal moment in business. Things will happen at really important stages of your journey. And if it's inevitable, it can kind of feel like, well, okay, I don't need to do anything about this. But the reality is we can reduce the frequency of shit going wrong in business. We can reduce the impact that little mistakes have on our business as well. So in today's episode, I really want to talk about why shit goes wrong in business and also what we need to put in place to start to overcome these things. Because it is inevitable, but it's also preventable. We can massively reduce these mistakes, errors, deadlines being missed, things going wrong. So let's talk about them. The first one I want to talk about is the absolute chaos that occurs in a business when you do not have systems in place. Whether that is you on your own or working with a team, if you have an absolute lack of systems and processes, it's going to feel really chaotic in your business. That chaos will manifest in things like missed deadlines, lost information, communication breakdowns, the wrong information being sent at the wrong time, things not happening to the standard you want or in the way that you want. All of these stem from a lack of systems in your business. The flip side, it's really easy to implement those systems to help prevent that. For example, I I can think of a time really recently I was working in a business um, to give some context. It was myself, business owner, and we have two VAs in the team. And we were noticing a lot of errors from one VA. And individually, they weren't big errors, right? We're talking little things, the wrong time zone being included in the email, something not being uploaded to the course portal within, you know, our specified time, Little things that were just having an impact and also causing like a bit of frustration in the team because we were like, why, why are things not happening the way that we want? And when we drilled into it, essentially, we just needed to make some changes to our processes. So this is a slightly different case. We do have processes in place. I'm talking about a a very big seven figure coaching business. We absolutely have systems and processes in place. Sometimes they get a little bit neglected because we're just busy doing the things. So what we established was actually, we just need to make some little tweaks to the process. We need to make some changes to how tasks are briefed or the frequency of recurring tasks in Asana. 
and just wanted to nip some of these little things in the bud so they don't happen again. But it can feel really, really chaotic when you don't have anything in place or what you have in place is really outdated because things will just start going wrong. People will forget when people get busy. Maybe your team is in a really busy season or your business is in a really busy season. That's absolutely where the lack of system and processes is going to really impact your business. The second thing I want to talk to you is the financial cost of not having systems in place or having poor systems in place. There's two big ways that this is going to happen in your business. One is that you are going to be paying for team, for team time that is not being fully utilized because when you don't have processes in place, your team are kind of winging it. So it's going to take them a lot longer to do the things that you need them to do. There's also likely to be a lot of back and forth that's now eating into your time as well of getting information, of getting access, of getting the things that they need, of reminding them of how you want things done because you haven't taken the time to document the process. And the second piece of this funnel is tech costs. You know, I talk about this a lot. I love technology. I also know how easy it is to sign up for all of the subscriptions because in our minds, $20 a month doesn't feel like a lot, but when we're not using them, these things add up. There is a financial cost to our business, a really, really practical financial cost that we can see and can be overcome by putting really great systems in place. I remember this with a, a client I worked with a few years ago now. She also had a VA in the business and we were just, we were tracking hours. We had great tasks, great briefs in Asana. And we were like, things are just taking a really long time. What is happening? Like, where are all of these team hours going? We're constantly going out over our retainers, but we don't feel like the workload is necessarily increased. We're not seeing the benefit. What's happening? When we dived into it and we literally had a conversation with that VA of like, okay, well, what's happening? Why have the hours shifted so much? Why are we paying more now for essentially the same service? It was because we'd made decisions to make changes to our processes at that CEO level. We'd had those conversations. We'd been really clear about what we wanted and we briefed our team. We thought we had, we sent a voice note that was like, here are all the changes we want to make. Here's how we're going to do things differently. Here's what we want the process to look like going forward. But we did not update any of the documentation around that process. None of our Asana tasks were up to date. None of our Google Docs were up to date. Everything was still running as if it was the old process. And so what was happening is we were thinking the new process was great. We were really happy with it. And our team member was feeling incredibly frustrated because every time they were essentially having to dig back through Slack, find the conversation, make sure they were doing things the right way. Now, Again, this isn't about pointing blame to anybody because as OBM, as business owner, we could have updated the process as the VA. They could have updated the process the first time that they did it as well. But it is just to highlight how the the lack of maintenance and or not having a good process in place to begin with is really going to have that impact, especially when you've got team or contractors involved who you are paying for their time. You need to have great processes that they can follow so it feels like really smooth sailing. I was having this conversation with a potential client yesterday who was looking at bringing in a VA and she was asking me like, well, how do I know how long things are going to take? This is roughly how long it takes me. Do I expect my VA to be faster or slower? Like all of these things. And while it is a little bit of how long is a piece of string (laughs) in terms of how long tasks are going to take, if you have great processes, your tasks are usually going to be quite quick and straightforward. Because for whoever's coming in, whether that's you, a VA, an OBM, somebody else in your business, if they can follow step by step, 
you can repeat it over and over again and know exactly how long those things are going to take. Similar to the financial cost, I also want to talk about the lost opportunities that come from not having systems. And this is something that I was absolutely guilty of in the early stages of my business is I did not have a good process for handling inquiries. And as somebody who hates email and gets incredibly overwhelmed by my email inbox, when an inquiry comes through email or used to come through email, it's different now because I have a VA who looks after my inbox for me. But when somebody comes through and they were sending an email in my mind, I was like, great, I need to respond to that. And suddenly three days have passed and I haven't replied. And that often, more often than not, was a missed opportunity because it's not a great service experience. It's not a great, especially for a service provider, not a great customer experience for the client. It doesn't instill a lot of confidence in them that I had capacity to take on more work, all of these things. So where are you losing opportunities in your business because of inefficient systems and processes? So this could be missed leads. This could be missed sales. This could even be like your opportunities for expansion that you are missing because you don't have streamlined processes. Now that could be because you don't have the time to look at expansion opportunities because you're so deep in the weeds. Again, with no processes in place, everything is going to take longer. Or it could be that people are getting lost somewhere along the sales journey with you because your processes and systems just aren't being well-maintained or looked after or just aren't working the way that they should. The other area where a lack of systems is really going to cause business mistakes is it's a huge time and energy drain not to have processes in place. And we know that when we're feeling rushed or when we're exhausted, we are way more likely to make mistakes. If you are up until 10 o'clock at night working on your business because you are so incredibly overwhelmed, that's the key time where you're way more likely to make a mistake. Then if you're coming into your business each day, really clear on what needs to be done. You've got processes, you're using a project management tool. It's really straightforward for you to implement things. You're less likely to have those errors. And when we don't make errors, she doesn't go as wrong. (laughs) Now, there are some things outside our control that are literally going to happen that we can do nothing about. For example, a tech platform that we're using goes down like we cannot control that. But do we have a process around how we test our funnels? to make sure they're working before we launch? Do we have processes in place around how we check the ongoing automations we have in place in our business to make sure they're always working? I remember this happened earlier this year with a client. We had an automation set up that essentially when somebody filled out an application form for a program, that created a task in Asana for our CEO to review those applications and then reach out to that potential client around next steps. We didn't realize Zapier hadn't been sending those applications to Asana. We just thought it was a bit of a quiet period, not a major issue. We were outside a sales cycle. There was nothing wrong. But when we actually jumped into the system, we realized there were three inquiries that had been missed or three applications that hadn't been responded to. So these are, this is the risk of not having great processes in place is that things get missed and those things can absolutely have a financial cost. Those clients could have been worth tens of thousands of dollars to the business. And we missed out because we just weren't on top of things the way that we should have been. The final mistake or the final thing that I want to talk to in terms of the what happens when we don't have systems is more around culture, your team culture and 
how it feels to be a member of a team that doesn't have great systems and processes in place. Because I can tell you firsthand how much it sucks (laughs) to be working inside a business that doesn't have good systems. It feels like you are doing a lot and getting nowhere at the same time. It's incredibly frustrating when you feel like you have to go back and forth. And especially, you know, we work virtually, we work remote, we are online at different times to our clients sometimes. So if you have to go back and forth, it can really delay the process, which can be quite demoralizing and quite frustrating because you just want to get things done and you're unable to do that because the system doesn't exist or the process hasn't been followed. So it's really important, especially as you're scaling and bringing more and more people into your team to understand the impact that a lack of systems has on your culture, because at the end of the day, your team culture is everything to the way your business is going to run, especially if you're reliant on multiple team members. That team culture is so important because when it starts to break down again, this is where mistakes get made. When people don't feel connected, when they don't feel valued, they're way more likely to make a mistake in the work because they're not bringing that attention or care to it. So if we know these are the impacts of not having our systems, this is essentially underpinning almost everything that goes wrong in business is a lack of systems and process. How do we start to put something in place? So the first thing I recommend doing is setting aside time in your calendar to audit your existing business systems. I want you to look across all the key areas in your business to give you an idea of what these look like for pretty much everyone we work with. It is going to be your marketing systems, your lead and sales systems, your client delivery system, uh, and maybe your team systems as well. Look across those big areas of the business and start to see where the gaps are in your processes. So maybe you have a pretty great sales system, but you can see there's a certain point where mistakes are always being made. Maybe deadlines are being missed at a certain stage. Things just aren't being done in a timely manner. How do we need to manage, update, create the process to stop that from happening? Maybe you can see in your content process, it feels like it's working really well from your side, but when you then delegate certain tasks to your team, it feels like it's not so smooth. What do we need to tweak in that process? Do we need to put something in place that doesn't already exist? So put the time in your calendar. This is really valuable CEO time to look at and audit those systems and understand where things are going wrong to then put something in place to improve them. I would also consider looking at like, where are your processes stored? Are they easily accessible for your team? So when they need something, they can find it really easily. I've seen so many cases where they've got a wealth of processes documented, all these incredible SOPs, but it is in chaos in Google Drive and nobody can find anything. Is it easy for you and your team to access this information so you can put things in place really quickly? Moving forward, then we want to be really conscious of, well, when shit does go wrong in business when we feel like mistakes are being made or things are really hard or it's just taking longer than usual what's the process that's underpinning it that led to that mistake being made that's the place we want to look that also really helps take a lot of the emotion out of mistakes particularly when we're dealing with team if we can take the emotion out of like this person has made a mistake and instead go okay Does the process we've put in place support my team to do the job to their best of their ability? If the answer is no, great, we make a change and we can move on. Do you see the shift there? 
It makes a really big difference when we're focusing on something that is within our control, which is the processes we create and share and communicate with our team. And we're making sure that they are always up to date, accessible, easy to read, easy to use. And then we also want to get our team into the habit of not only using them, but also maintaining them. This is not something that you as a business owner are going to have to do forever. Definitely the first time you start bringing team in, it's very much on you to document those processes because you're the one who's been doing the things. You know how you like things done in your business. You need to document that to then delegate that to your team. Going forward, though, you can absolutely empower your team to be the ones who really own some of the processes that they're responsible for and give them that accountability of keeping them up to date, staying on top of them, updating them if the process changes or if you bring in new tech or if anything else comes into it, your team can absolutely help you stay on top of all of those things. I hope this episode has been really helpful to understand why shit goes wrong in business and also how you can put some really simple practices in place to prevent it. Documenting your processes is essentially free. Yeah, it's going to take you a little bit of time, but there's no additional cost involved. For the most part, we do this within Asana or within Google Drive and Google Docs. It doesn't cost us additional technology. We don't need anything fancy. We just need to take the time to do it. And that time spent now is so valuable over the longevity of your business. Now, I also want to encourage you to come back next week for another episode where I'm going to talk about the seven systems that created my seven figure business. I want to talk exactly the things that we focused on to build a million dollar agency, because I think it's so helpful to know what systems are valuable. What systems have we not prioritized? What would we do essentially if we were going to do it all over again so that you can take some of those and run with them in your own business and know where to focus your time and energy? I would love to continue the conversation with you. Head on over to the virtual chapter on Instagram. Send me a DM. Tell me what your biggest takeaway is from this episode. And I will see you back here again next week.